My pappy said, son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Got a special bonus episode of the Five to Go podcast here for the year 2019, the first one out of the box. And it's a big one. We've got the brand new driver of the number 414, Daniel Suarez. I'm Doug Fireball Turnbull. Enjoy. And they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. And he said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. All right, everybody, welcome along here. We're not going to waste your time. This is the 5 to Go Racing Podcast here on Performance Racing Network, goprn.com, WSB Radio, wsbradio.com, iTunes, and you can like us on Facebook. We have a, a Facebook group that you can tune into as well. Uh, Dan Elliott and Eric Von Hessler not with us today because we're just doing a quick bonus pop right here. We're not going to sit here and take an hour of your time going through a bunch of different racing stories, although there have some big ones, been some big ones to discuss, the biggest of which I think being the whole uh, falling apart of DC Solar and Chip Ganassi Racing. They were raided by the FBI there just before Christmas, and as it turns out, that put the NASCAR program in peril, and it forces Chip Ganassi Racing to shut down their Xfinity program and ruin what had been one of the best underdog stories uh, coming out of 2018, and that's Ross Chastain finally getting a chance to turn laps in a good ride. Unfortunately, Chastain now does not have a ride for the 2019 racing season, and the Chip Ganassi Racing Xfinity Series program joins Roush Fenway Racing in shutting down. Roush Fenway saying they don't have the sponsorship to compete with losing Lily Diabetes, which means Ryan Reed is not back in the 16 car. They had a patchwork development Ford Racing deal going for the number 60 car. Chase Briscoe moves to Stuart Haas Racing there in the Xfinity Series, so the 60 goes away. Ty Majeski does not have an Xfinity ride, and Austin Cindric is going full-time at Penske, so Roush shutters its program. And then, of course, as we announced with Chip Ganassi there, so that's two big rides that shut down, and it kind of foils that whole underdog thing that had been going where we saw Ryan Priest and Daniel Hemrick get shots to race full-time in the Cup Series without bringing millions of dollars of sponsorship with them. So just a, another sour note there in the in NASCAR offseason to join the Furniture Row racing, shutting down and whatnot. And I just don't know what to say about it. If Chip Ganassi, the, one of the top Xfinity programs, can't put a deal together to keep their shop open, we're in trouble. If Junior Motorsports can't just offer Ross Chastain a ride of some kind, which Dale Jr. has said he has to have a sponsor to do it, I just think there's some trouble here. And so we got to get the cost of uh, racing down to try to keep these programs open. And DC Solar was throwing a ton of money at Ganassi, and now they're gone. And by the way, that takes a lot of sponsorship out of the pockets of the Cup Series, and it's probably going to cause a shuffling of sponsorship dollars around in the Chip Ganassi Cup stable where DC Solar was the primary for Kyle Larson. Remember, they just lost Target. So Kyle Larson has lost two big sponsors here in just a matter, a short matter of time. So all that being said, that's a lot of downer news. Here's some good news. In the Cup Series, Bass Pro Shops is expanding its commitment with Martin Truex Jr. as he moves over from the now-shuttered Furniture Row Racing Team over to Joe Gibbs Racing in the 19 car. And they're going to be on the car for about 27 races, I believe it is, in the 2019 season. And, of course, the reason they had to expand their program is because Eris, which had been tightly aligned with Daniel Suarez and before him Carl Edwards in that number 19 car is going to travel with Suarez to we finally know where the place the only ride that was really open that was above the cut line so to speak and that is the number 41 at Stuart Haas Racing if you remember Suarez's story he entered the Xfinity Series as an unknown name in American motorsports 
to run full-time in conjunction with Carl Edwards' arrival at Joe Gibbs Racing. The Eris sponsorship traveled essentially with Suarez and kind of made this whole program happen. It really wasn't as much about Edwards as it was about Suarez. Carlos Slick, the multi-billionaire telecom giant from Mexico, was tightly aligned with Suarez, and that's how the money ended up at Joe Gibbs Racing. Suarez obviously gets the nod to go to the Cup Series when Edwards abruptly announces his retirement two years ago, and a lot of people wondered if he was ready. Well, he won a championship, so he seemed like he might be. And Suarez struggled, 20th in points in 2017, 21st in points in 2018, no race wins. He did have three top fives last season compared to his one top five in 2017, and he almost won Pocono back in August. In fact, he won the pole for that race. He showed some signs of progress, but also some signs of regress, and he kind of followed in the same vein of Denny Hamlin, his teammate in the number 11 at Gibbs, a little bit behind the other two. Eric Jones had a breakout season in his first year replacing Kenseth in the 20 car. Kyle Busch dominant all year, but Hamlin and Suarez seemed to be behind. Suarez had this meteoric rise in the Cup Series after thinking he was going to be settled in the Xfinity Series. And then right at the beginning of his Cup Series first season, his crew chief, Dave Rogers, takes a personal leave of absence. Scott Graves, the championship winning Xfinity crew chief from Roush Fenway Racing, who had been paired and then won an Xfinity championship with Suarez, moves up with him in the Cup Series, and they seem to be a pretty good match. But once Scott Graves realized that he wasn't going to be sticking around in that 19 car, he had chose to move to Roush Fenway Racing. They replaced him on the 19 car with just a few races left in Suarez's final season at Gibbs. And then Suarez, of course, has to deal with that change. Dave Rogers comes back. But Suarez really has to deal with is the idea that really through no fault of his own, he loses his ride because when Martin Truex becomes available, when Cole Pern, his crew chief, becomes available, when that Bass Pro Shop sponsorship from a, a tightly aligned Gibbs team at Furniture Row Racing comes available, there's only one place to put him, and it's in that 19 car. And so Suarez, who had been a fairy tale story less than two years ago, finds out in September that he has a pink slip. And then I think the holdup comes to be, and he doesn't say so in the interview here. I'll go ahead and ruin that tease. But why did it take so long to announce him going to the 41? I think that Eris, well, as I've read, Eris is aligned with Gibbs as much as it is with Suarez, and they had to figure out a way out of that contract there to be able to follow Suarez over to his new ride. And likewise, Suarez was not going to be hired only on his own volition to drive that 41 machine, much like Eric Almirola having to pry Smithfield away for Richard Petty Motorsports a year before. Eris had to figure out a way from Gibbs to be able to make the Suarez 41 partnership happen. And that's where we are now. And so if you noticed at the end of last week, Bass Pro Shops announced its expansion. And the very same day, I started getting memos from NASCAR that there would be a Suarez driver announcement this coming Monday, which is today as I record now. So sure enough, it all happens at the same time. As soon as we got a commitment for Bass Pro to expand their sponsorship to fill out the 19 car, then we figure out that Eris is following Suarez, and all the pieces come together, and here we now stand. And so, 
without further ado, I bring you a one-on-one interview, an exclusive here on the Five to Go podcast with Daniel Suarez. And I say exclusive because I was the only one interviewing him during this interview. He was actually doing a whole line of interviews, so maybe not that exclusive. I will say the connection with Suarez was kind of bad for some reason. I think because he had been doing satellite TV, they had to port him through like three different phone lines or something. I don't even know exactly. So just try to listen closely to him and pick out what you can. But the bottom line is it is going to be the exact same 41 team that Kurt Busch drove for with crew chief Billy Scott in the 2018 racing season. And Suarez, although he'll be starting with a new sheet of paper himself, is not starting with a brand new team. They're going to be a lot of the same elements together. And Stuart Haas Racing gets a big win because they have a driver that's shown some potential, much like Almarola had. They also are going to get more funding than they had before. I think even more funding than they had from Kurt Busch. So they may lose a little bit as far as driver uh, pedigree, and Suarez, but they're going to gain some funding, which that team desperately needs because a lot of that money is coming out of Gene Haas's pocket. So without further ado, once again, here is Daniel Suarez talking one-on-one to me about how the opportunity arose with Stuart Haas Racing, if he talked to any other race teams, and some comparisons with another displaced former Joe Gibbs racing driver. Enjoy. Okay, it's an exciting day in the NASCAR silly season front, and I think an even more exciting day for a guy who turns only 27 years old today, and that's the driver from Monterey, Mexico, and announced as the new driver at Stuart Haas Racing at the number 41 Ford, and that's Daniel Suarez. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's good to have you on with us today. And I guess I want to start out is just talk, sort of tell us about this announcement here, sort of flesh out what we're going to find in 2019, who your crew chief's going to be, and how many races Eris is going to be on with this uh, number 41 Ford. Yeah, um, well... The, the my question is going to be Billy Scott, pretty much. The team is going to is going to stay almost identical uh, to to what we had to what what they had uh, last year, 2018. Um, Billy Scott and the guys they've been they've been doing a very good job, and uh, and they 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 got excited to to continue that consistency and and, and change the driver. Um, so that's that's the plan on that area. Uh, about, about races, uh, all I can say is that the half animation is going to be the primary sponsors, uh, the primary sponsor along with, uh, with Iris and, and, uh, and, and they're going to be most of the races, uh, in the dish holders and, uh, I know they be, you know, very happy and excited to, to start this 2019 season with a lot of new challenges, a lot of new goals and, and hopefully we can, we can accomplish uh, all of them. Well, and certainly, and I know that Probably, is it another recalibration time for you? Because as soon as you stepped into that 19 car, kind of unexpectedly, right at the beginning of the 2017 calendar year, Carl Edwards announces his retirement. You, you, you think you're going to be back in the Xfinity Series. You jumped a cup. Just a few weeks into the racing season, Dave Rogers steps down as your crew chief, and you have Scott Graves on board. And you're, you're kind of used to this change, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit, unfortunately. It's not always... To, to have so many uh, changes uh, in, in, in a short period of time, but but that's that's how it works sometimes on, on, on racing. Uh, you have to you have to work hard to, to understand and, and to to keep a, a, cons- a consistent group uh, of people. And, 
and I, I, I believe that uh, the Stuart Hall Racing has done that with the 41 group. So uh, happy to, to be part of this hall right now, and, and, uh, and I'm excited to, to start working with these guys. Actually, later in this week, this is my first time uh, on, on the race car and in California, and, and I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun to start working with these guys and, 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 and start learning from, from the way they work and how they do things for me to, to understand and to live better. Who is somebody that you turned to when you found out in September you weren't going to have a ride? Who's somebody that gave you encouragement? And, and did you think at any point that maybe your career might be hitting a dead end or taking a step back? You know, I was very confident that, uh, that, that everything happened for a reason and, and, and the, the right opportunity was going to come my way. And, uh, and I won't lie to you when, when everything started to happen with, uh, with your youth racing, I was, I was disappointed and I was kind of like mad with everyone at the same time. Uh, but then when I, when I start to, to explore the, the opportunities and, and to know, uh, what my possibilities were, I, I was actually kind of excited that, uh, I was going to be able to, to make a change with, uh, with another very, very good team. Uh, and I feel like that's exactly what we need after a, a very, uh, inconsistent season, um, without knowing what, what was missing from that, uh, from that group. So, um, has anybody made the comparison between yourself and Joey Logano, somebody who stepped up into the Cup Series right after a guy abruptly left Joe Gibbs Racing, and then you lose your seat maybe earlier than people expected because other opportunities arose themselves? Do, do you do you kind of think about you see what happened to Joey Logano when he moved to Team Penske after Gibbs and how that really became his? his breakthrough do you see this as that opportunity or does that give you any encouragement yeah i mean actually i'm a, I'm a very good friend with joey i'm now uh, he told me he said many times that uh that he thought that the worst thing was happening to him ended up being the best thing so you never know uh even happened for a reason i really hope that things work out my way just like things work out his way at the time. Um, you never know how things are going to work out. You never know how things turn around on this sport. Uh, all I can tell and say is that uh, you know, this was very good to me uh, in, in the last years and, and we were able to accomplish some good things together in the Senior Series and some good things in, in Cup. But, uh, but last year they were not enough uh, for me or, or even for them. Um, so the best that's a speed race, and I hope that, uh, that this change was the best thing uh, that I, I, I was able to do for myself. So we're going to find out, but I'm pretty positive that things will work out. All right, and we're here with Daniel Suarez, once again the newly minted driver of the number 41 Ford for Stuart Haas Racing. One more for you, Daniel. This had been rumored to be coming together for a long time. What was the big thing that delayed the announcement, and at what point in this silly season did you know that you would have a ride for next year? Because it certainly seemed uncertain at one point. It was. At one point it was. But I can tell you that um, yeah, we had several conversations, and uh, luckily we had options. Uh, luckily we had options from, from different race teams, and... Uh, and, uh, and I will tell you that, uh, that I decided to, to, to wait for, for the, the opportunity that my guy was telling me to wait. Um, I, I came to this country to, 
to win races and to win championships and, and to be successful. And, and, um, and I feel like there is a lot of good teams out there that are able to, to accomplish that. But I feel like uh, like extra hard was going to be able to be my new home. And, and I work extremely hard for that. And, and they were on the same page with me and, and we're able to, to make things work for uh, for both sides. And, and now, now, we are, now we are together. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing what you have to do. You're now joining what many consider to be the top team in the Cup Series, at least based upon the uh, the 2018 returns anyway. So Daniel Suarez, new driver for Ford, and we're glad you spent time with us. We look forward to seeing you at the track, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. And thanks so much to Jasmine Neely at NASCAR and, of course, to Daniel Suarez, who is having to knock out a bunch of those interviews right in succession there for making this happen and spending time with us. So we're very thankful for Suarez being able to do that, and we're thankful for you for listening. So this was just a mini episode of five to go right here. You got seven or eight good minutes with Daniel Suarez, and we look forward to what 2019 has to hold. I just got some good news, by the way, from my brethren and sister at the Performance Racing Network, uh, Performance Racing Network President Doug Rice. Let me know that I'll actually be on for a few more races this year. I'm going to get to be a turn announcer at Sonoma, which is amazing. I've never been to Sonoma at all. That's very cool. And I'm also going to get to go to the second Texas race and the Kentucky race. And I'll be returning to the Charlotte Roval and be a pit reporter at Atlanta. And I think if I read the schedule right, I'm going to be a turn announcer at all of those races except for the Atlanta race where I'll be on pit road. So that's pretty cool. So I'll be happy to go to five PRN races this year. I'm also going to travel just as a media member or fan, whatever you want to call it. Not with PRN necessarily, but I'm going to get to go to the Daytona 500. I'm planning to go to Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the spring race. And I'm going to go to Martinsville for the first time this year. So I'll be able to bring some perspective from those places and have even better material to provide for us on five to go here in the 2019 season. We're going to have Eric Von Hessler and Dan Elliott back, of course, to run through the racing headlines. We've got a lot to look forward to this year. Think about it. Not only do we have drivers that have switched places and kind of the thing we look ahead to every year, we have this rules package, which albeit is going to be strange to see. And Atlanta won't be the first place that we see it in its full true form. It won't be until we get to Vegas where the air dams are closed off to see really what happens there uh, and how these cars react. And so I think looking at that, looking at NASCAR's new leadership with Jim France at the helm and looking at what they decide to do with the 2020 racing schedule and the announcements forthcoming there, just a lot of things to look forward to. Will there be a new manufacturer that gets announced here in the next year or two? This is going to be, I think, a pivotal season for NASCAR. It's more than halfway through its current broadcasting deal. What are they going to do to try to rejuvenate this sport? And that's something we're really going to look at this year, and not through the lens of pessimism, but through the lens of of criticism to see what happens. So I look forward to exploring that with you. I hope you're going to have a wonderful 2019 season. And if you're souring a racing, come on, give it a chance. Racing is wonderful in any form. Racing is still racing, and so just remember that and try to ignore some of the politics sometimes that come up here when we have these racing discussions. So for Eric Von Hessler, Dan Elliott, I'm Doug Fireball Turnbull. God bless you all for sticking with us. Season 3 of 5 to Go is coming soon.